Ghostbusters, what do you want? Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you! I think this building should be condemned. Good. You want to come in for a mineral water? You know, you don't act like a scientist. You're more like a game show host. These men are consummate snowball artists. Who are you guys? We're the Ghostbusters. He slimed me. Live from Members Only Studios, welcome to Living in the 80s, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with the 80s, the best that we remember it. Woo-woo! Got Matt and Jason here tonight. Hey, hey. What's going on, fellas? Hi, my pizza is sitting on my belly. This is a good problem you don't have to worry about, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. That pizza just sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord have mercy. It was, it was delish. It was a great pizza. Yeah. That's that's great. Jason I is have, on this crazy diet. I have I have I have my protein bar that Pe- I get I get to eat in like an hour and a half. Um, huh. which that's they, so they, cute. What is that? Forty calories? Yeah, something. It's that's, like that's you know, cute. That's cute. And any kind of diet where they they warn that you shouldn't work out because you could die. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's not a good diet to yeah. have. Yeah, they I have mean, a, they have a really good strategy though. They they basically starve you. So whatever cardboard flavored crap they serve you, it tastes Delicious. amazing. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. But it, it works. Um, my wife has been on it for four months. She's lost fifty six pounds. Wow! So I was and like, "Yeah, she looks she looks amazing." Yeah, yeah, very. And she's like, we did a podcast over at your place uh, about a month or so ago, mm-hmm. and she hadn't lost quite that much then, but she'd still you could definitely tell a difference. And she was just so happy. Yeah, and, and she's generally an overall cheerful person she's, anyway. She's stupid happy. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. she's one of the sweetest girls of all time. Well, she's right. married to me. That's why she's well, so happy all the time. Well, I think I, did, I think I it's in spite of being married to you <laughs> that she's happy all the time. So. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how it fits together actually. But yeah. I, I really don't either. It's just maybe it's like God said. You know what? We, we are the textbook I, definition of opposites attract. That's yeah, they sure. They that's, sure are. That's the truth. But it somehow works. It does. Yeah, it nice. does. All that to say, me and Rob killed our pizza as oh, always yeah. in a quick fashion. We slayed it. Woo! So yeah, pretty good. good. Where was Grand, it from? Grandstand. Oh, Grandstand. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. it's been kind of like our go-to for a that's while now. Yeah. Like you know, we we did a couple other ones, but that one just kind of it, it's a different. It's a more of a New York style than kinda it is like the it. the Columbus style we're used to. So yeah. we just kind of fell in that groove lately. It's what it is. Yeah, very so, nice. So, you know, pizza PSA for anyone living in Grove City. Anyone else <laughs> around the world will be going, what why am I turning in here? We're still talking about Ghostbusters. Gosh. I've always, being from Grove City, like one of the traditional pizza places here is Zamorelli's. Everybody's like, oh, it's so great. It's so great. And for years, I've been like, you know what? It was good in the 80s. It's not that good anymore. Yeah, you make every time you comment that on one of those pizza messages. Oh, they boards, pile on. They jump on you like crazy. Those <laughs> nostalgic Zamorelli people are just yeah, the purists. Yeah. They call themselves yes. yeah, yeah. It's like you know, I'll take Grandstand, Tammy's, all this. But I, I, I decided every every few months or so, like I'll give them another chance. Uh-huh. Like I had, I had it about a year ago, and the crust was like limp, yeah. but it's thin crust. 
if it's that thin, you don't want it to be lemony. You got a little crispness to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So somebody said, you know what? Order it well done. Okay. So I did. They redeemed themselves. Well, all right. Yeah, they're not Cardo's Tammy's Grandstand yeah. level. Okay. But as an alternative, I'll take it. Okay. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Very good. So if you're ordering Zamorelli's, say well done. You'll be a lot happier than, you know, you would have been otherwise. Okay. Good to know. And that is a great intro for eating the pizza podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which could be a podcast. It could, it could for be. For somebody. Oh, so if you're listening I'm out sure, there. I'm sure there's a lot of pizza podcasts. I'm sure there are. But there needs to be like a Columbus pizza podcast, yeah. I feel. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Columbus Pizza Connoisseurs podcast. Yes. yes. Sounds great. So we are going to be talking this week all about the movie Ghostbusters. We decided that, you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife is going to be released next week in theaters. And uh, our guy Paul Rudd's Mm. going to be in this one, which he's my, like, there's Robert Downey Jr., Paul Rudd, John Cusack. Those are like my Mount Rushmore of the three best actors. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So So anything those guys are in, I'm I'm almost always going to watch. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of got us you know, reminiscing, looking back to uh, the original Ghostbusters movie. And we're going we're gonna to play a little trivia here, Matt against Jason. And Crap. See, see what happens. <laughs> and uh, it won't, it, there'll be mostly fairly easy questions. Yeah. But, um, you know, could be, I mean, you know, could be some more on difficult ones. Mike Moore, that was pretty easy. And stuff. That was. I didn't have to study. Well, much. he cried a lot, too. He cried. He so. cries. A lot. He, more than the average person. I don't. I mean, I don't want to like take advantage of an open mic when he's not around and call him a sissy because that's not nice. No, no. <laughs> However, he cries a lot. But when you open yourself up like that, yeah, yeah, come in here with your vanilla eyes haircut and all that. Yeah, he talks about his little popping collars and stuff yeah. and his fashion. Please, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. I, I think it's really cute that uh, you actually got pen and paper as if you're going to need to keep score. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, am, I, I do. I not keep score. He keeps. Score. We have to. Have have a winner. Yeah. Okay. It's so. unlike other podcasts where they spin a fake wheel and oh. make fake sounds and then make up a year that's predetermined a month in advance. I'm just saying, I, I don't I don't that sounds like a crap podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't Yeah, there's no way. No way. What in the world? That... So just in case we have we have borrowed uh, the the guru of all that is chewing on the fat. So chewing on the fat is our We'll call, we'll call it our sister podcast. Sure. It's not chewing, us, but yeah, that's our friends. Just chewing on the fat. Just chewing. Not <laughs> chewing on I, the fat. I call it chew, chewing on the fat. Chewing <laughs> on the fat with no, Big it's J. Just, it's just chewing the fat. So, and chewing, apostrophe. Chewing the fat is a is a podcast. Me and Matt have guested on there a couple of times to look back at those old archive episodes. But basically, it's Jason and a bunch of his other friends kind of sit around they pick a year, talk about it. But they go beyond that, too. They, you guys talk about other things. Oh, too. yeah. We talk about uh, conspiracy theories, and uh, we have chewing the films where we kind of do something like this. We talk about movies, like specific genres. We all pick movies that we like and talk about them. We have uh, chewing the music, which uh, I'm actually... We real- take a record and start... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, actually, I was surprised we've done one chewing the music. We focused on 90s grunge. And I was surprised that that episode actually got aired because I had like 22 unlicensed songs on that episode. Um, awesome. So I'm just waiting for a cease and desist no, letter. I mean, I, they really like having, I use a lot of music in this podcast. And if I find, I, I haven't had anybody come down yet and say, 
you're doing this illegally and wrong. I put about 30 second clips on there and I always give credit to the artist mm -hmm. and the title. So I'm always announcing it and I'm not monetizing from it. So um, with that, I've, I've been pretty clear. You should be okay. I should be all right. Yeah, yeah. you should be fine. But until, until they start making money and then so, everybody's going to want it. So if yeah, you ever want to do like an 80s thing or like a classic rock thing, we're your guys. Oh, yeah. I, we're definitely going to do uh, chewing the chewing the music. We're definitely going to do 80s, oh, 80s pop and hair bands. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we would get Aaron Benner to come in to do the hair bands. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, we, did a, we did a hair band episode here oh, about a year ago, wasn't it? And uh, Aaron was he was yeah. I mean he's in a band so yeah. it was we did a we did a nice. four part uh, Star Wars breakdown and Aaron was on several of those episodes nice yeah yeah he's he likes That's that. where nerds mm. go together he li he likes <laughs> he that, likes that. <laughs> he likes that <laughs> all right well we are going to take a brief break here and acknowledge our sponsors and thank them for allowing us to air so uh, hang tight we'll be right back with our Ghostbusters trivia game. Thank you for listening to Living in the 80s. We want to take this opportunity to thank all of those that helped make this possible. First and foremost, we want to thank Anchor for providing this platform for us to share this podcast. We also want to thank Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TunedIn Radio, and about a dozen others. We also want to give a special thank you to Star1079.com and Roundtown Radio, where you can hear this podcast weekly. Also, be sure to check us out at our website at livinginthe80s.us and, of course, on our Facebook page, Living in the 80s. Thanks, and back to the show. Welcome back to Living in the 80s. So uh, now we're going to play a little game I like to call Ghostbusters Trivia Game. Oh, that is uh, the way you come wow. up with those titles. That's genius. You know, it's amazing. I would have I would have spent amazing. weeks, sleepless nights, trying to come up with something yeah. like that. Well, that could. you know what they, they they just come to me. And that's they good. just come to me. That's why you that's, do this, Rob. That's, that's why. That's why I do that's it. Why. That's because why we're people are, helping people. That's, that's people why you are people. you are Guru Rob. That's there why. There it is. People All right, so what we're going to do here, we're going to go, we're going to start with Matt, Crap. age before beauty here. Yeah, you so start with Matt, and then we're going to go to Jason, back and forth. And uh, okay. when okay. you, and we'll, we'll so, keep track uh, here. I'm writing down Jason and Matt here. Okay. Matt, I just want you to know you're going down, because I have spent the last four days doing nothing but studying the Filmation <sighs> Ghostbusters show. So <laughs> I am ready to go. And you know what, when someone else would say that, I would say, uh, yeah, like you've got that kind of time. When Jason says it, I'm thinking, crap, he just spent four days watching Ghostbusters. <laughs> like, crap, I'm screwed. All okay. right. So hopefully you guys will both do okay. And, mm. and I, I'm going to guess, I want to predict right now, no one, there's going to be at least two questions you guys are going to miss. Okay, let's see. Okay. All right. well, that's, challenge that's challenge. All go. right. So we'll start off with Matt. Matt, Ghostbusters was released in what year? 1984. You got it. Got that one. You got it. I knew one. I knew one. I knew an answer. I knew an answer. I knew an answer. 
Good job. Good job. Yeah, thank you. Nice. And it was it was quick and yeah. decisive. Were yeah, well, we supposed to buzz in? No, no. Or? I just got okay. excited. I, got, okay. no, I don't know where it's just his. I don't know where the buzzer came now, from. Now, if if you miss one, he can maybe steal it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, okay. We'll, we'll give the, the other person a chance in case you miss it. I okay. mean, if, if we ended right now, I won though. I'm I'm I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, let's say something really bad yes. happened, like a big. Like a tornado came through right now, and this podcast had to air as we speak, as as it is. Yeah, I won. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Kudos. Good job, Good. Matt. I want to make sure we're all on the same page. Okay. Uh, yeah. Technically, it was uh, June eighth oh. of uh, nineteen eighty-four. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, if you want to do it that way. Okay. What was the original movie rated? Was this my the, question? Yes. yes, it is. Oh, the movie rating. The original movie rating. Yes. Uh-huh. Was R. Matt. PG thirteen. You're both wrong. It's rated PG. PG thirteen was not a rating yet. It didn't exist yet. I know. I just and it certainly was not an R. It was rated PG. It was rated PG. What did it end up being? PG. Still, still PG. So that was a that's that's a a trick trick question. question. How was it? You said what was it originally rated? As as if it it was was changed. changed. Well, that's. I mean, I could honestly being a rated. I feel bad for you because that was like the f bomb is not dropped. There's no nudity. There's very little violence. Why would that be an R-rated movie? Okay, I've got a story about the nudity in the movie and The 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 Breakfast Club was originally a PG. Yeah. I just, I mean, I just feel and bad. When you, when you say originally PG, does that mean it was changed to R? Or no. was it changed to R? It's the way you, you talk. You can't say originally. I, I, you you I, could just flat out say, but you know what was the movie you rated? Know, we're, I would have got it right. In fact, I did get it right. We're not happy the way he talks, but the way I see it, I'm still winning. My yeah. turn. Okay, see, let's go. <laughs> so, see, no, this, this is his way of guaranteeing that one of us, that we're going to miss at least one or two. Because we both just Because he's just going to he's just gonna read them wrong. Yeah. So we're not going to get it right. Okay, true or false, <laughs> Matt? <laughs> I got 50% chance. Ghostbusters was the highest grossing film of 1984. Okay, I'll tell you what I know about that. Is $398 million. It was the number one comedy up until Home Alone. So I know it's the highest movie, but the way you're saying comedy makes me think there's probably like something else bigger. I'm saying yes, true. Jason? Uh, I'm going to have to go with false. Suck. You are correct. Suck. The number one grossing film of 1984 was Beverly Hills Cop. Suck. Yeah, it only made I think six million dollars or something like that. It was like three hundred million was worldwide. Worldwide, crap. Yeah, sorry, man. Well, that's the way you read that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, true or Wait, false? Yeah, true or false? <laughs> you had a fifty percent chance yeah. of getting it right. That's true. You, you missed the but it, it was it, it was the number one comedy for like six years up until Home Alone came out. Okay. Okay. All right. It's fact. It, that is a fact. I did see that. I did see that somewhere. Okay, this you have three choices here. Mm. Okay, what is the running time for Ghostbusters? Was it ninety-five minutes, hundred and five minutes, or hundred and twenty-five minutes? Well, hang on, I got to do math. So sixty into ninety-five. Carries three twenty-two hours. Uh, I'll take B. B. 
the second number you The gave. 105 minutes? <laughs> yes. You are correct. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't correct. know. He didn't know. He just no, I did. Because 120 minutes is two hours. I knew it wasn't that long, and I knew it wasn't 95 minutes, which is like an hour and hour and a half. An hour and a half, yeah. All right, Matt. Okay, all right, we got it. What major movie studio released Ghostbusters? Suck me. Um, no. No, you can't raise your, you can't raise your hand. Oh, okay. Uh, the very beginning of the movie. <coughs> what do you do? You want do you want me to give you? Because there are three choices. Yeah, give sure. me three choices. Give me three sure. choices. Okay. Help Columbia him, sure. Pictures. Okay. Paramount Pictures, or Twentieth Century Fox. <sighs> I'm going to go with Columbia Pictures. You are correct. I knew it was Columbia Pictures. Yes. You just have that flair for yeah, the dramatic. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I'm just yeah, no. dragging you into it all. Oh, no, I understand. There we go. Okay. You, you enjoy your softball questions. Let's just, you're up. Okay, Jason. How much money did it cost to make the movie? Was it $76 million, $50 million, or $32 million? 32. You are correct. Oh, that was the luckiest guess I've so ever seen. So, if your team's original score, twenty-five million. I knew it wasn't going to go higher yeah. than that. So, if you're keeping score, it's Jason three, Matt two. Yeah. That's not the way I remember it. because well, he missed one. If we've asked equal questions, he missed one, and I missed but one. But I got one of the ones. But you, you missed. missed one that he got right. That true or false one? Remember that? I don't remember that. Yeah, I bl- okay, I so here's out. another yeah. true or I false one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, here's your yeah. question. Okay. That spell Ghostbusters. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> True or false, Ghostbusters was nominated for more than one Academy Award. True. That is true. See? What were they? Three to three. Don't want to show off, Jason. <laughs> it's not what this is about. They were nominated for Best Visual Effects and Best Original Song. Those are pretty cheesy effects. <laughs> you watch that movie. When you watch it now, it's like, wow. Yeah. And, and an original song? Contraire, mon frere. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Now it is three to three. Three to three. It's Sounds game, fair. Yeah, it sure Good. does. Does it? So, let's get back to the trivia question here. Okay. Um. Let's see here. I've got several questions <laughs> here. I've set up for you guys. Which of the following is not a Ghostbuster? This is for you, Matt. Is it Peter, Ray, Lewis? Or Winston. Oh, not a Ghostbuster. Not a Ghostbuster. Peter Ray. They are Lewis and Winston. Mm-hmm. Lewis and Winston. Uh, what's, what's his what's his name? I'm I'm blanking on the last two. Dag on it. Really? Uh, crap. Why is that just? Uh, I'll, I'll go Lewis. You are correct. Okay. Uh, Rick, Rick Moranis was Lewis. That's right. Flag on a play. What? 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 At the end, Lewis does suit up and becomes a Ghostbuster. At the end of two, not of one. No, at the end of one. Because they were like, no, was it? Was it two? It was two. Was it two? Okay. It was two. My bad. Okay. Pick flag up. My bad. Pick it up. Yep. Pick it up. There is no foul on the play. Thank no you. foul. My bad. My okay. bad. I do remember he got suited yeah. up because he yeah. ended up hooking up with Annie Potts. Mm-hmm. And 
so that's and then when it, when it was all going down, she's the one who suited him up. Yep, yep, yep. Here it is. Yeah, he was their accountant in two, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, Jason. Okay. In the ESP test, what picture does the young man say correctly at the end, but gets zapped anyway? Do I get a choice? Because I think I know it, but I don't want to say it without a choice. Uh, no, it's just the answer. Okay. I would say a couple of squiggly lines. You are correct. Oh, yes. See, because I, I knew. Yeah. Don't buzz me, Rob. I got it right. <laughs> okay. So this is a long question oh. for a short answer. Okay. Okay. Once the Ghostbusters decide to set up their own business, they visit an abandoned firehouse they are considering purchasing. The script calls for Vinkman to bargain with a real estate woman, but in the film, Ray pulls off an exuberant arrival and ruins negotiations. How does Ray enter the scene? Oh, uh, sliding down a pole. That's right. That's right. Correct. Five to four. Mm. Five to four. Jason. Whoa, 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 whoa. How's it? Because it, it was three, three to three. three. It was three to three. You got one. I got one. Yeah. So they. I got, I've got two. He's got two. And you didn't get two. Yeah, he did. L- Lewis. Oh, Lewis. Lewis. Okay. Yeah. yeah when you right. called the foul on the play. Right? Yeah, my bad. All right, okay. All right. Wow. What color is Slimer? Seriously? That's that's the question. Seriously? That's the question, man. I, I would have to go with ectoplasmic green. Uh, that is incorrect. There is no character named Slimer in Ghostbusters. Bingo! It was a trick question! Oh my yeah. goodness, you both The bad. one who later became known as Slimer in Ghostbusters 2 did not have a name in the first one. No, he didn't. He was only when ref- you said, He was referred again, to backstage again, as Onionhead and John Belushi's ghost. There yes. it is. But I will give you credit because, yes, that is Thank correct. you. Because everybody knows Slimer is Slimer. Yeah, they do. The only reference in the first was, I got slimed. Yeah. yeah I got that slimed. That, that would be like saying, uh, what was the name of the Ewok who rescued Princess Leia? Well, it was Ralph. Everybody knows that. Yeah, no. So you can't ask that because they were never called Ewoks in the movie. Here we go. So. You just. <laughs> back at you. He's, he's just like, it's in, it's become intense trivia. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is. Okay. So. He just went woman TP'd that thing, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> so, Matt, what was Lewis's title? What did he become? Oh, he's he, an accountant, and right, then he's, he's an accountant, he became and he became the key master. That is correct. Yes. Oh. Um, Jason, how many mortgages did Ray have on the house his parents gave him after he took one out in the film? I, I know this one. Scene. I know it. I know Everybody it. has yeah. many mortgages <laughs> I got two numbers bouncing around in my head. One would be realistic. The other one would be comedic, and I would have to go with the comedic one. So I would say five. Matt? Three. Three is correct. That was the realistic yeah. one I was going with. That was my other number. <laughs> okay, Matt. In the beginning of the movie, when Peter Vinkman is in his classroom, there's graffiti on his door. Like somebody had spray painted or something yeah. on the door. What did it say? Oh, man. It said, well, in the original script, it had a bunch of, like, vulgar language Very vulgar, on it. yes. And they cleaned it up. 
and it said, oh man, I can't remember what it said. It's something like, I, I think the word hell's in it, maybe. Yes. Um... Or I should say maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't remember. I know. I know the word hell's in it, and poopy head, and, and uh, I don't know. It's four words. All right, Jason, you get a chance. Yeah, I have no deal. clue. It says Vinkman burning hell. That's it. That yeah, They originally had some rough stuff on there, and they they tried to clean it up with that. Mm. Yes. Because they wanted to make it more kid. Yeah. Way to keep that PG rating. Because, you know, originally, it was rated PG. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Okay. Um, let's see. Let's get back over to here. In her first major film role, which actress gave a breakout performance as a Ghostbusters secretary, Janine? Was it Mercedes Rule? It was Annie Potts. You are correct. Because I just said her name a little while ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Aykroyd and Remus originally wrote Bill Murray's role for which actor? Hmm. John Candy. Uh, the answer is John Belushi. That is correct. Oh, that the other John. The other John. Yeah, the other John. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for crying out loud. And why, and why couldn't he uh, make it? What Why? What was his, what, did he, what did he do? Who? John Belushi. Why John could, Belushi? Yeah, why I'm sure he died. Oh, there it is. He was, oh, busy, yeah. he was busy dying. That's He's, he was. was busy dead. He was busy dead. <laughs> yeah. Jason, mm-hmm. the original, the role of Winston, the fourth Ghostbuster, was originally written for which actor? Billy Crystal, Richard Pryor, or Eddie Murphy? Well, the answer is Eddie Murphy. There it is. Is it? The could Oscar you, goes to Jason Beitzman. That's right. But could you imagine if Richard Pryor was in that role? I, I bet he would have gotten more screen time. Uh, yeah. And probably if Eddie well, Murphy was in there, too. Well, when it was originally written, Eddie Murphy was going to be in it. But then he decided, you know, it's like, you know, hey, I'm going to do Beverly Hills Cop. You know, he gets full billing. Good, good and, call on that. And originally he was, had, he did have a more prominent role. But the way that the movie was flowing, that ended up, like, like uh, Ernie Hudson was supposed to be on... Um, page twenty-eight of the script. Yeah, he ended up not being introduced till page sixty-three, just yeah. because of the way the script was flowing. So he got he got cut out of time, but I, he got the shaft. He, yeah. did. he did. He he was a little bitter about it too. Yes, he was. Well, I saw an interview with him recently, and he said that it's like, yeah, you know, he's upset. It was thought he had a much bigger role, so he's hanging around there for days, not doing anything, just mm-hmm. waiting for his time. He's like. But then I look back and go, you know what? I got a lot of jobs after that movie. Mm-hmm. And I got paid a lot of money. And people remember me. And I didn't have to work as hard as the other guys. <laughs> yeah. So not too bad. Yeah, But I do, I do remember he was saying that uh, he would be watching scenes, mm-hmm. you know, being played out. And he's like, why, why am I not in this scene? Right. Why, where is my character? And yeah. um, I guess Harold Ramis had to go over and just kind of keep talking him down and saying, yeah. look, it's just Hollywood, man. It's not personal. It's just the way the movie goes, you know. Mm-hmm. Nice. But they were on a they were on an incredibly tight film schedule. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have a lot of time to make changes and go back and redo things and, you know, and say, oh, well, let's kind of revamp this or let's reshoot this, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, they got the green light on the movie, like, May of 1983, 
And at the time, the studio's like, we want this done by June 1984. Because they wanted it to be a, summer, be a blockbuster. summer blockbuster. And so they had to cut corners and and make the movie now as long as they wanted to and hmm. just kind of really scale some stuff back. Plus, they didn't have this huge budget. So a lot of things worked uh, worked out. And classic movie. Classic movie. It shows yeah. that you know people can really perform under pressure. Yes, they can. So, Matt, is it your turn? I believe so. Okay. No, no, I think I think no, it's mine. You got the Eddie no, Murphy. Sure it's mine. You got the Eddie Murphy oh, question. Yes. Yeah. You got the Eddie Murphy softball. Yeah. Oh, that was a softball question. Yes. Wait. Oh, because uh, because you've heard of because of stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> of stuff. Okay, Matt. Which two media personalities made cameo appearances as themselves? Oh, let me think. 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 Larry King. Larry King. That's one of them, yes. And the other one was, oh, 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 uh, Casey, Casey Kasem. There it is. You are correct. Your top, top countdown. Yeah. All right. So. It was John Tesh. Okay. <laughs> she was Mary Hart. Mary Hart. Okay. So, um, Jason. Yes, sir. What makes Ray Parker feel good? Uh, I would have to say Bustin'. Makes him feel good. Busted makes him feel good. What'd you stop? You just stopped right in the middle. It was, he was busted. There, there's no good place to stop that. There song. is no it just, good place. It just keeps going. It just is. Yeah. Matt, which future pop star had an uncredited role as birthday girl at the young age of 13? Was it Debbie Gibson, <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> Or Alanis Morissette. So, I'm going to go with Debbie Gibson, Rob. You know, Matt, you're right. Shake your love. Isn't it? Isn't I just wonder how you know some of these sometimes. <laughs> that's crazy. I think I think Rob slipped him some questions. That that's <laughs> that's things. We got that, some Hillary Clinton debate issues going uh, on. I yeah. think that's just things a little bit. Which adult film star, Jason? Made a brief appearance. Did you say Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go with Ron Jeremy. You talk about the 80s and adult film porn. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be Ron Jeremy. You are right. That is absolutely right. See, I don't know anything about that. That's good. Okay. All right. Matt, which basketball star also had a cameo appearance as himself? Was it Dr. J? Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, or Bill Walton? Well, uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar made a lot of. Cameos. He was in oh, airplane. An airplane. He was in airplane. He was like he was in um, like Towering Inferno, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Will Chamberlain was in that Bruce Lee movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't say The Rock. I don't think The Rock was born. No, he he was in yeah. high school. Uh, I'm gonna go with. It um, was O.J. Simpson. No. Yeah. He's too busy cutting heads. He was. <laughs> Let's go with Bill Walton. That Rob. is correct, Matt. Bill Walton. That is correct. Okay, all right. I got to say, uh, flag on the plane <laughs> here. All right. As you know, I uh, I am You're a... huge sports fan. I'm a vicarious member of the International Waltons Fan Club. And oh, there is so not true. a single Walton character named Bill. So that answer has to be bogus. Oh, hold on. Don't, don't just gloss over this. Let's... Just let's, let's take a minute and talk. And about, appreciate. I want I want them to understand what you just said. <laughs> you are a member of what? A vicarious member. 
of of the International Waltons Fan Club. So what you're saying is your mom's a member, so you live vicariously. My mom her. is like a founding member. She has been in it for 25 years. When you say Waltons, you're the talking, TV show, the, the TV Waltons. show, the Waltons. Here they're doing a remake. <clears throat> I've heard that. And, and and Richard Thomas is going to be the narrator. Yeah, yeah I was going to say Richard Thomas gave it the green light, and gave it the nod. So. I haven't talked like, to. What else is he doing? <laughs> I sure. I haven't really talked to uh, some of the other cast members orders. about how they feel about it, but. So so let's let's back this up. So you you have spoken to the members, the actors in the movie, and show the Waltons. Several, all of them. Yes. You have you have them, are they in your phone? With all of them. Yes. Nice. Yeah. You do not have a Walton in your phone. Like yes. Jim Bob. Okay, I'm going to ask you right now. It is your phone. Jim Bob. David Harper. Okay, I, I want to see it. Okay. I, want, I want you to pull up his number. We won't share his number, but I just want to see you pull up. Okay, contacts. Contacts. Okay, and we go down to D. D. For David Harper. What is that David say? Harper, parentheses, Waltons. Shut the front door. Now, He's now Google that. Look up, look up David Harper, Waltons. And see if that's an actual cast member. He was Jim Bob. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm just about to pee my pants. If that's is it? American actor, best known as Jim Bob Walton. Shut up! You got Jim Bob Walton's phone number in your phone. He I, I call him almost on a weekly basis. You do not. And he actually. What calls do you talk me. about? We talk about everything. Uh, he loves comic books. He loves movie history. He loves trivia. He loves. He loves the industry, and you, so we sit. We t- and he's really, really big on current politics. He's a conservative, so he loves the whole free for all concept of the other podcasts that I run. And okay, tell me. And he said, I actually literally like yesterday morning deleted three voicemails from him. Oh, he, he deleted the yeah. voicemails. No, 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 no. I, I, no, because I had him because he had called me and I missed his call. And and he would say, you know, hey Jason, it's David. Just wanted to see how you're doing. You're probably really busy with your podcast. Just give me a call when you get a minute. Shut up. So which made me think here. You know, the the show ran until 1981. Mm-hmm. We can maybe do a Walton's episode. Why don't you get him? Maybe on? not. No, 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 we're never gonna do have that. You, have you ever gotten? I mean, ever? Why don't you do Walton's podcast? I've on. I've talked to him about it. I've talked to him about it. He he's he's kind of a recluse and he doesn't really do a lot of technology. Where does he live? Um, he lives in uh, Arizona. You could uh, teach him how to do a Zoom. Yeah, because I I had actually asked him. I said, Dave, when when am I going to get you on a podcast? And he goes, Well, first you're going to have to fly me out here. And I was like, Hey, 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 don't get all Hollywood on me, dude. Okay. <laughs> But no, he actually said, um, because what he wanted to do was he wanted to come over and he's going to come to Ohio and he's going to stay at my parents' house um, because he wants to go up to Gettysburg and he wants to tour Gettysburg because he's a huge uh, Civil War buff. And he wants to tour Gettysburg and look at all that and he's basically going to be staying at mom's house as a, as, a, as a hub. And he says, so while I'm in town, sure, I'll do a podcast. No that way. That is cool. You could yeah. do like Walton's trivia with him, like see how much he actually knows. Yeah, I don't think he would appreciate that. No, he's, yeah. he's not a, it wasn't a happy time for him. And oh, it was really? really rough for him afterward because he had the young actor. Yeah, it's uh, like hard to get gigs. Which is kind of why he, he was, was in Fletch, though. He was in Fletch. Yeah. He was, yeah. Trippy. Yep. He was the guy that uh, Chevy Chase stole his car. I'll be darned. Yep. I asked him about that. I was like, so what was it like working with Chevy Chase? And he goes, you know, it was okay, it was nice, and I guess um, 
Chevy Chase made some kind of comment to him at one Call point. Jim Bob. Yeah, and then uh, I guess he had an Jim opportunity. Jim Bob kicked his butt right he, in front of everybody. An, <laughs> yeah, he had an opportunity to turn around and, and zing him with something else. And he said after that we had a, a mutual understanding and we respected each other. So. It's like, wow. yeah, Bill Murray is funnier than you. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. That's pretty trippy. Which I really don't think that I like Chevy Chase. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love yeah. Chevy Chase. So I know he's a loyal listener to living in the yeah, 80s. So I didn't. I didn't mean to. I didn't want to name drop. I didn't want to get into all of that. But I mean, you did. I know, but I'm dude, I name drop every chance I get. I, yeah. I know I'm like, kind of a thing, and uh, so yeah, I know people. So I know you people. Know people. You know what? Though? We're just people helping people. That's, that's what we that's are. All, that's what we are here. That's what we are. That's all cool. right. Let's get back to trivia. We just got a few more here. Uh, Jason. Yes, sir. True or false, Ghostbusters is an all-time top 30 grossing movie when you adjust for inflation. So, the top 30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have to go with... I'd have to say no. You're correct. Yeah. Number 32. Oh, is it number 32? Yeah, number I, 32. I knew it was going to be up there, but there of all time, there's just a lot of other movies that... You know, could outrank that easily. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Not that I could name them. But. No. no. <laughs> you know what? I, I, that that would be that would be a good contest to sit around and have. I yeah. bet I bet we could probably come up with them. Yeah. With the top thirty. Yeah. 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 Like Star Wars and Rocky, and I guess yeah. Godfather would be up there. Et. And uh, what is that? Um, Citizen Kane. I mean, Citizen Kane would have to be. You'd think maybe Indiana Jones. Titanic. Titanic, Avatar, yeah. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. yeah. You might do it. Matt, the role of Louis Tully, played by Rick Moranis, was originally written for which actor? John Candy, uh, Randy Quaid, or Steve Martin? Uh, I want to say Steve Martin, but I'm pretty sure... Oh, you about got buzzed. But I'm pretty sure it was John Candy. You are correct. Because yeah. these SCTV, they were... Yeah, they were. Yeah, they're Canadians. Yeah, when John Candy played the role, or when he was, uh, you know, talking to them about it, he wanted to make the character German and have two big dogs. Yeah, and um, it really doesn't make um, make sense with the big demon dogs yeah. that happened later. So. Well, actually, it was uh, Rick Moranis's idea to make him a nerd and to yeah. play him as a nerd. Yep. Um, and but let's face it, nobody does a better nerd than Rick Moranis. No, no, he's great. Except for maybe Robert Carradine in Revenge of the Nerds, maybe a better nerd. Yeah, yeah. it would be close. They could have <laughs> yeah. played brothers, right, which yeah. would have been a lot of fun. Would have been fun, yeah. Yes, um, but uh, I think I think Randy Quaid would have been really good in that role too. Randy yeah, Quaid, oh, been, you know what? He would have. No, yeah. yeah, he would have. He's very versatile as an actor. Mm -hmm. Steve Martin is funny, but he's he's. A little one-dimensional in all I don't, of this stuff. Not, well, could you see him playing him like Navin R. Johnson in The Jerk? Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. 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 I think he could Yeah. He could well, I mean, if, like I said, it was Rick Moranis' idea to make him a nerd. I don't know what kind of, if he was just supposed to be a straight man yeah. before or what his situation was. Not straight as in not gay, but straight as in, you know comedically a straight man so I don't know what his original role was so maybe yeah. Steve Martin could have pulled that I'm off. sure it was probably something uh, eccentric or odd maybe mm -hmm. it could have been like a rich playboy or maybe a like a like a Star Wars nerd or something yeah. you know something that, that was memorable but 
him yeah. going full on or maybe accountant a nerd. wild and crazy guy <laughs> that would have been really good and yes jason just did the thing with his hands he did yes, yes. If you, you know, can't say it without doing it Come yeah on. if you know old snl then you know uh let's see here jason are we up to jason mm-hmm. or is it matt okay jason yes Back to jason. what was the original setting of ghostbusters before harold ramis changed it was it turn of the century new york city san francisco or new york city in the future I know originally it was supposed to be like an outer space sci-fi adventure. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'd have to say in the future. You are correct. Yeah. Very good. Wow, that's, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you just pulled that out of your brain. Out of your brain? Well, I mean, actually, cool. uh, the reason why Harold Ramis wrote Ghostbusters <clears throat> was because his great-grandparents were really into the paranormal, and his grandfather, I believe, wrote a book about um, all kinds of psychic phenomenon and hmm. and that kind of thing. So it's he Dan Aykroyd actually kind of um, attributes Ghostbusters to like uh, an homage to his family's legacy. Oh, yeah, yeah, very good. That is true. I, I would really encourage you guys to watch the Netflix show um, Movies That Made Us. They've got they've done Back to the Future, Halloween. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've done uh, Ghostbusters, and Friday the Thirteenth, Fr- yes, Freddy, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So yeah, those are good watches. And yeah, you find out a lot of stuff about the movies, and they're actually talking to the actors and stuff. Yeah. They they talk to Dan Aykroyd quite a bit. And, yeah, and he was telling the story about his family; they were ghost hunters. Yeah, so good stuff. Yeah. Yep, and it's actually uh, they they just came out with their third season. So I really and they have a. A sister show called The Toys That Made Us. Yeah. Right. I thought was great, too. Yeah. Uh, are we on Matt now? Yeah. Back to Matt. Okay. Well, I think it's my turn. Nope, Actually, back to me. Oh, back to me. Okay. Nice try. He cheats. Um, I swear he cheats. So, <laughs> so, so hard to play. Matt. Uh, the Ghostbusters song uh, lost in the, in the Academy Awards to one of these songs. Was it... Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Oh, crap. Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Mm-hmm. Or I Just Called to Say I Love You by Stevie Wonder. Oh, man. I could cut the knees. Hmm. Kick off It's got to be that one. That's a, that's a <laughs> great bouncy ditty right there. Matt's thinking you can just tell on his face. Mm. So you're gonna go with, is Phil Lewis your answer? I'm going to go with Steve Wonder. <laughs> you're right. I'm going to go with Steve I just called to say I love you. Jason, Ray Parker Jr.'s hit song. It pe- was called Peaked at Which Position? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Peaked at Which Position? Yeah. Number one, number two, or number five on the Billboard Hot Not a ghost charts. position, but a witch position. <laughs> witch, yeah. Yes. As big as a hit that was, I would have to go with one. It had to have been one at least at some point. You are correct. It was a huge song the summer of 1984. Nice. So. Wow. So, Matt, here's one for you. This will be a little right. trickier. Which singer has gone to battle with Ray Parker Jr. over the years in multiple lawsuits... S- starting with an accusation that Parker stole the main Ghostbusters riff. ZZ Top. Not ZZ Top. Oh, was it no. Hollow Notes? No. Lionel Richie, 
Prince or Huey Lewis? Uh, Rob, Prince. I, I... It's probably Prince, because Prince sucks. So. It's okay, Prince does Dude, not don't suck. don't even start talking. You, know, you, you seriously, you start no. crap. You, and it's just... You're a Walden's fan. Yeah. <laughs> as, as Jim Bob. What's his name? That's, Jim Bob. Yes, that's Jim Bob. Let's call Jim Bob. Let's, call, let's get he Jim Bob on the phone. Let's, let's yeah. phone a friend. Let me phone, phone a, friend. a friend. Jim Bob, hey! <laughs> Uh, I, I do believe it was Huey Lewis, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, the song was... Uh, I want a new, I want, no, it was not Power of Love. I Want a New Drug? You are correct. They are different chords, different Back stuff. Back in time. But uh, there yeah. was enough similarities. So, well, here, here's the thing. When they were filming the movie, they had music playing in it, which you know was taken out later. I Want a New Drug was, insert, was where Ghostbusters was. Before Ghostbusters was even written. Mm. So, you know, Ray Parker can say all he wants and do all he wants, but let's be honest, he ripped off the song. But yeah. let's, let, let's, let's like go take a little side by side here. Okay. Well, okay. no, but he no. In, in Ray's defense, though, he says that he made this song in two days, and and it's like two or three in the morning. What's the crap? Is that? Uh, That's a cat. Oh yeah, it's just like a black cat. Um, but he said like wrote like two or three in the morning. And it was an infomercial, um, which is kind of what gave him the the feel of the song was this infomercial kind of thing. It's for exterminators, right? Yeah, like who are you gonna call? And, well, no, he was. He was watching the the dailies, and they had that scene where the Ghostbusters were doing their commercial. No, and it was, no, he was wa- he was watching a, an actual commercial for whatever local. Because they said who, there, it was they like, were who exterminators. Call, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. And so he he said that that was kind of the the that's where he got his. He got the who you going to call yeah. idea, but yeah. he already had the beat and he already had the melody. From, and he couldn't get in there. Yeah. <laughs> and they told him that the word Ghostbusters had to be in it. So he was yeah. trying to put Ghostbusters in the melody he had mm-hmm. and it just wasn't working. Yeah, he, he sucked it off. Yeah, he Suck did. I think he still made quite a bit of money off that, though. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. What was the end of the lawsuit? Did it just settle out of court? Or? Um, It was settled out of court in favor of Huey Lewis. Okay. And they both parties agreed not to talk about how much or anything. So. Oh, he he won. Huey won. Huey won. Yeah. Oh, I he thought. Uh, okay. Of course. <laughs> Listen to the songs. You can just tell. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let's see here, Jason. At the end of the movie, more than fifty pounds of what was dumped on character Walter Peck? Was it marshmallow cream? Marshmallow cream. Whipped cream. Marshmallow cream. Or shaving cream. Marshmallow cream. See, marshmallow, marshmallow cream. cream would be. Way too sticky. They wouldn't do that to somebody. And I think shaving cream, you, there's a possibility for an allergic reaction. So I'm going to go with whipped cream. 
Uh, that would be incorrect. Oh, oh. Come on. Wow. I'm going to go with... Uh, marshmallow I'm, cream. Marshmallow I'm going to go with shaving cream for the win, Rob. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, that does. Uh, th- that That is very true. Oh. So, Jason, you get, uh, you get... I mean, you've already lost, but you do get one more question. Oh, okay. Well, well, you so, know what? Just to make it respectable. You know what? You know, we'll, we'll give him two. Let's give him. We'll give him two. How, how far am I how behind? How far behind is You're he? behind by three. Let's make what? this worth two. Let's That's make this worth two. No, I'm sorry. No, no, you're right. You're behind by two. Okay, I let's can't make it. I haven't gotten any wrong. Let's I've make been. this worth, worth one then. We're going to ask you two questions, but only give you credit for one. Okay, so I'll tell you what. We'll do this one. We'll give you one. Wait, I, I'm, I'm we'll give you Which two. one did I lose? That's not important. Now the point. The, here's the point. I'm you, you, just missed, you just missed marshmallow cream. That was one. We were tied. You weren't tied. You he weren't was ahead tied. by I one at that. Point. I was way ahead. I it was your turn. It was way ahead. It was your turn to to tie it. Yeah. I lost it, so he got yeah. it. So it's a swing of two. Okay. See, Sorry, really man. Bad. I'm gonna have to listen to the replay because I, I I think I'm getting. I think here. you're back by four or five if I'm doing my really? count. But yeah, yeah. Let's go. That would be improbable. Here we go. Jason, what was the original name of the movie in Dan Aykroyd's first version of the script? Was it Ghost Smashers, Ghostbusters Incorporated, Ghost Exterminators Incorporated, Exterminators Incorporated, or Ghostbusters? Exterminators Incorporated. Ghost Exterminators Incorporated. Well, I know the original script called for them to be that, like, it was in the future, in space, and Ghostbusters, the were kind of like a dime a dozen, like plumbers. So, I, you know... Ghostbusters. But I know there was contention over the name. Yeah. So, I'd hmm. have to go with Ghost Smashers. You are correct. Oh, for All crying right. out loud. You are correct. <sighs> okay. Um, so did I win? Uh, no, you're still behind by one. Oh! Yeah. Guess, there... guess one couple more got off the top of my head? Huh? Sure. Okay. From... So we'll go with Jason to tie it up. A couple of blind men. Well, questions. wait. Huh? You just asked him one. Right. I'm going to. This is, this is going to give him a chance to catch up. And then you'll get one more this, for the win. Let me just so, say this. So we're going to do this one to tie, and then you're going to okay. attempt to okay. do the tiebreaker. Okay. But I mean, I'm okay. going to say this sucks, but go ahead. <laughs> Thinking of the Ghostbusters music video, there were several cameos <laughs> in the video. Yeah. Okay. I, so I'm going to name four foul, of them. Foul. Foul. Wait, hold on. I'm I wasn't gonna name, allowed to watch MTV until MTV you've didn't had, show You've me. had 37 years to, let the to man, catch up. Let the man ask you a question. Okay. There, I'm going to name you four people. Yep. One of these people... We're not in the video. Okay. So you have to tell me. Okay. Okay. Chevy Chase. Okay. John Candy. John Candy. Ray Parker Jr. Ray Parker Jr. Or Paul Simon. Or Paul Simon. Which one was it? Ray Parker Jr. Well, I'm really hoping that it isn't John Candy because he would just make the video suck. Okay, um, that's. But oh, man. I would have to say, what was it? Was it Paul? Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Yeah, he. Does, and I don't think he would fit. You are correct. Oh wow! So really? we are tied. We're tied. And Matt, you get <laughs> you get one more chance. Okay, here it is for the win. This is for the win. For the win. 
This is for the win. Here Bring it home. When Dana looks in her refrigerator and she sees <laughs> she sees yes. the monsters. Yes. And then Bill Murray comes along later. He comes by after, right? Opens the fridge. What was one item very prominently placed oh. in the refrigerator? Let me think, let me think. It was uh, a head of broccoli. It was not a head of broccoli. Um, I know a couple things that were in there. I mean, she had eggs, but they cooked exploded on the, on the counter. Yeah. Exploded. It was a refrigerator. I'm sure it was full of a couple of things. Had yeah. the Stay Puft marshmallows on the counter. Right. Stay mm-hmm. Puft, the bag next to it. But the refrigerator. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I was remember. Was a big head of celery in the grocery bag, no. too? I, think I remember. Been, yeah. I remember Coca-Cola. A bunch of it, if I'm not mistaken. For the win. For the win! What? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. What did you, what'd you just say? What you did, You just... It was 17 to 18. What? Jason Pidesmeyer, Jim Bob's friend, just went down Brother in and trivia. Confidant. Yeah. Brother and Confidant. Just went down in trivia. Mean, I, you know, I, I want to... I, I want to I wanna say... My hat's off to you. Thank uh, you. You tried so hard. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, you gave... No, no, hey, I want to be honest. You, you did a good job. What you did was... It was adorable. The way... Because you... Some of those questions were coming at you, and you were fielding like a champ. Like, you really thought you were going to get them all. And it was exciting to watch. The, the way you tried, um, and the way you were just racking your brain, and... I saw you sweating a little bit, but I just I didn't say nothing. I just let it go, yeah. and and um, you know and I just want I just want to congratulate you um, for for your effort. You know, because a lot of times the kids today they, they get trophies and whatnot, and just for showing up participation. Trophies. And if I had a participation trophy, I'd give you the biggest one there was. I'm so proud of you right now. You, you you just. I you mean, know, there's there's a there's a difference between reveling in victory and well, wallowing in it. I don't uh, know the difference right now, but but, uh, but you know, Matt, he's just, he's just enjoying uh, the moment. But you know, I'll give you your moment. I'll give you because <sighs> you know you generally suck at trivia. Okay. And uh, so Fair. I would have to say that this is a Fair. momentous occasion in it's, which the blind squirrel found the nut. Okay. And uh, wow. so okay. I'll give it to you. Okay. Nice. Okay. Well, <laughs> each his own. Each his own. There you <laughs> go. So, um, what we're going to do now is we're going to talk a little bit about, um, about okay, so back in the summer of 1984, huge movie, everybody was watching it, we talked about this. So, um, yeah, we, we feel like we've been talking about it for hours. Yeah. Um, Jason, where were you when you first saw Ghostbusters? Well... In 1984, I was 10 years old. Um, I went to General Cinema, Westland 8, which was actually actually behind Westland Mall. Which is probably very new at that time. Yes, I think it was fairly new. It was was the go-to... It was like the nicest theater in town at that time. Yeah, yeah. It was like the newest... uh, yeah. For everybody that was in, especially like the Grove City and the you know the west side of Columbus, that was the only theater to really go to. Um, and it was big. It had eight screens. It blew everybody away. And um, I actually went with uh, my best friend Ray and his mom. And uh, so we, my, Ray and I, sat a couple of rows 
down from his mom because we didn't want to sit with his mom while we we're watching the movie because it's not cool you know we're like 10 and 11 and you know so this nah, is big, so you can blow yeah. your buzz man this is big kid time you know this is yeah. when we're we're adults now yeah until uh towards the end when uh, gozer makes her appearance and in her uh, scantily clad little bubble suit which was originally cast as who paul rubens paul rubens yeah Wee herman yeah yep. Uh, so she she made her appearance and uh, Ray's mom immediately uh, marched down the aisle and practically grabbed Ray and I by our ears and drug us out of the theater because this half naked woman was a little too much for her sensibilities and didn't think that we should be watching it. So uh, I never got to see the end of the movie in the theaters. Wow, crazy. Yeah, cherished memory. Thanks for. Uh, Thanks for dredging that one up, Rob. That's, uh, hey, that's what I'm here for, man. It's going to be another week of therapy. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. What about you, Matt? Uh, you know, uh, 84, I'm a freshman in high school. At, uh, I don't... Oh, see, that explains it. Huh? You're you're so old that when you saw it, you had a retainable. So old. You know, so I was old. I was only ten, and yeah. I got drug out of the theater. Dude, you've had like even thirty-five ended. years. Thank you. But it, to it, watch it doesn't matter. It thank doesn't you. matter. It that's does, that's no. how he won. Cause. so I was freshman <laughs> in high school, and and I don't have I don't have a um, therapeutic memory of you know i didn't get scarred watching this movie so it doesn't you know because gail wasn't there to pull you out no, of the theater my mom during was the pretty seductive nice. parts. yeah I, I i know i saw this with some uh uh youth group boys uh probably a, a paul mcneil great manicle great he didn't go movies he was doing southern gospel um he's too busy singing yeah he was singing on a bus at that time i think but yeah i, I know it was uh at lowe's Southland Movie Theater because that's where pretty much all the movies in my high school <laughs> were viewed at. Um, I'm sure it was Little Cardo's and some Lowe's. Uh, bring a friend, two for one passes. Those are beautiful things, right? Those there. were wonderful. Those are wonderful yeah. things. But yeah, I'm sure. That, and and I, and I know we saw it when it came out. So I saw it also at the Lowe's Southland Theater. Um, Probably like right, like right when it came out, probably within a week or so after it came out, where the girl I was dating at the time wanted to see it, and I thought it was a kids' movie because, like you know, the logo of the ghost with a circle and the line through it, it just—it's a cartoon. I'm thinking this is going to be a kids' movie. She's like, no, I heard it. You know, it, it's suitable for for people that are older, and you know, she's your girlfriend, so you just you just go, you yeah. just take her. It's very and, not a kids' movie. Yeah, it's uh, it kind of is a kids' movie, but it, it's—I I, I would say it's kid friendly. Not a child movie. Hmm. Is that fair? Yeah. That's well, fair. No, because we'll I was a child and I got drug out of the theater because it was inappropriate. So. <laughs> you got overprotective parents, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Saw it. Liked it. It was really fun. I mean, cause, I mean, you got Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd at that time and Rick Moranis. Like, these are comedians. These are people we knew. So, it's like, well, at least there'll be some redeeming qualities about it. End up loving the movie. It was mm. great. And, uh, okay, so here's the thing. Off the subject, but not really. Okay. You're going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Matt, your go-to snack. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I'll just, I'll just, I'll be honest. Um, I'm a packer. 
Um, I will like Green Bay. Not so much. Um, I will. Agree. That's a sports reference, Jason. Oh, oh, that's oh, it. Cool. Wow. That wasn't like somebody that's moving somewhere. That wasn't. That so, was. A, so the Green Bay are the Packers. Yeah, there you go. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That's a basketball team, right? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's basketball. All right. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm a smuggler. I, I'm a sneaker. I'm, I'm the guy that's going to stop Joker, at the smoker, midnight toker. Midnight toker. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go at the convenience store or or the nearest dollar store. And I'm gonna load up on some candy. As you should. As I should. And I and I'm gonna I'm Stick gonna stick it to the man every time. I mean, my pockets will be full. I'm gonna eat like a king. Um, but I do I do feel obligated to get a popcorn, uh, extra butter, and some and some soda. That's what we do. What What are you drinking? Well, we uh, in the, now or back then. Cause there's, well, there's either or. I mean, because I'm always going to get like my my diet. I, I, my diet Pepsi is my drink of choice. That if, is if, Matt if, is the official sponsor. <coughs> of, uh, I mean, it's yeah, so it's, it's I get my money. But if I was if I was going to go just diet work, diet coke, whatever. But uh, today they got little, those little fancy things you can add stuff to yeah. it. I threw but, a little cherry in there, maybe a little, little cherry. Oh, okay, a little, a little diet coke, coke with yeah. cherry freestyle. Yeah, a little nothing crazy. I'm not crazy like, but but. Uh, We'll take your popcorn, throw some M and M's in there, mix it up. Just a nice little, little oh, salty sweet, bad. little salty sweet kind That's of it. thing. It's a good That's thing. But uh, but I, I will have a lot of candy in my pockets. I mean, I, I, I will I will wear I will wear a winter jacket in in July just to get all my pockets full. Now, does, no does, eye contact with the manager. Ticket uh, takers, you just walk real fast. There's nothing to see here. Nothing to see. Just go straight. So did, does Shelly have her movie purse, which is like the size of luggage? That it's, she's yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's yeah, it, well, it's like a, it's, her it's like shoulders a big like carry on. down on one side. It's more like a carry on. It's got she's some behind like, wheels. She's like we, dragging it behind yeah. her. <laughs> Nothing to say here. <laughs> so, but yeah, we we do that, and we'll, we'll put Grace in, in the smoke area as well yeah, because yeah. you don't want to pay for all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my favorite snack: the, the candies and popcorn and pop. That's what I do. What about you? Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm popcorn. You know, gotta have the popcorn. Uh, moderate amount of butter, not not extra. I don't, I don't want my popcorn to be wet. Yeah, you so, can, you know, yeah, a little wrong. butter, That's a little cool. butter on it. <laughs> yeah. Some, sometimes more than others, depending on my mood. Um, and then I, I like the uh, diet caffeine-free Coke with vanilla. But lately, it's oh. been more pretzel bites. Like the AMC pretzel bites. Oh my gosh, oh, they're yeah. soft. You get that fake cheese you dip them into. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I, I do like Where that. it's like they're they're so buttery. That when you dip it in the cheese, the cheese doesn't even stick to the pretzel yeah, bite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, that's absolutely great. What about you, Jim? I, I would have to go with I, I'm I'm a huge fan of the pretzel bites. Although being a um, a girthy fellow, girth that's the heads. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm a bit girthy. <laughs> I'm yes. girthy. Uh, I don't I don't feel like the portion size is appropriate to my size. So uh-huh. uh, I would almost have to get two. So um, that's like what eighty four dollars. Well, yeah, no, yeah. So, but okay, so. If I'm going to a movie with a wife, uh, we are we are pirates. We smuggle. Gar. Yes, uh, she gets she brings a big purse, and we will actually go to Wendy's, mm. and we will because we prefer Wendy's over McDonald's and Burger King and all that. But we'll go to Wendy's and we'll hit up the dollar menu, and we'll yeah. get like get the spicy nuggets, a couple of cheeseburgers, mm. a chicken sandwich. I love their chicken sandwiches. Their dollar dollar chicken sandwich. Yeah. A couple of things of nuggets. And then we'll go in and we'll snack on that, you know, eat like kings. But we do go to the counter and, and pay our tribute and buy our 
buy our large drinks to, <laughs> to wash it down yeah. with. There you go. Um, and they're still making 85 bucks off you. Right. Yeah. yeah just for two fair. large drinks. Yeah. Uh, but if I go in to see a movie by myself, which I kind of do a lot of times because uh, I have free time during the day, um, I, I'm, I'm straight popcorn. Uh, popcorn and a large drink. And mm. sometimes if I want candy, I'll either get Junior Mints or the um, Sour Patch Kids. Mm. But if you like if you like your butter on your popcorn, here's a fat guy tip. Okay, when you get your popcorn, especially at an AMC, ask for a box. Okay, it's a little foldable carry box that they give you. Yeah, I get a medium popcorn because that's really all I need. I don't need like a large bucket, but a medium popcorn. And you go over to the butter station and you pour half of your popcorn into the box. And then you butter it and put a little salt on it, shake yeah. it up, pour the other half, butter, salt, shake it up. Now it's all Pitch the box? Yeah. No, no, you're in the box. Oh, you're, you're in the bag box. I thought you were like putting it all yeah. back you, in the bag. You okay. pitch the bag. Oh, okay. And then you just eat it out of the box. That's that's a good tip. Good yep. tip. It's the more to, you know. That's the, the way to do it. And as far as what I'm drinking uh, now, because I'm on this uh, stupid diet, uh, I'm drinking diet. And sometimes I'll throw in like a cherry or I like a cherry vanilla uh pib zero okay but before what i used to get would be a cherry vanilla high test pib extra you Mm. know which is uh, but it'd be a cherry vanilla pib extra and then i go over to the slurpee machine and i would top it off with some of that wild cherry uh slurpee stuff are you allowed to do that they don't stop you because you're you're serving it yourself yeah they're not watching you i'm not getting a whole lot it's just like a dollop like you know like i'm Topping a cupcake, just a little. It kind of falls down. It's incorporated. Yeah, all but stuff. you got to be careful because it will actually react and foam over. Oh. So you just kind of got to let it do its thing naturally mm. and let it kind of just melt down into the drink. And Jason oh. just uses piano fingers when he was yes, doing yes, that. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the like, like raindrop. <laughs> you know? <Just> <laughs> well, nice. I, I know we mentioned this before on the podcast, but um, back in the day, back when this movie came out. When I'd go to the movie theater, my popcorn would come from the previous... The trash can. No, not trash can. The, the previous people that just watched the movie before us. <laughs> yes. I'd walk down the front, and I would find the bucket that would be left, and I'd walk About back up. half full. Yeah, yeah, quarter full, half full. And I'd walk up to the top, oh, and I would just... popcorn. There, you'd be Weird surprised. people. You'd be surprised. There's always popcorn left. Dude, always. Even it, if I had like a big bucket and I didn't finish it, I would take it home. No. You put it, that in a Tupperware container and it lasts for like a we week. We've never gone looking for popcorn and not found it. And so we would fill it up. <laughs> that is crazy. And we'd walk up and we'd just take the little pieces, make one big nice thing of popcorn, so, eat like king. So I've been with you when you've done that before. Sure. It's been many years, but you yeah. did it. Yeah. So who else would, would, would be your accomplices in the popcorn? Uh, it was it was pretty much Keith? a Keith Madden kind yeah, of I thing. I could see Keith doing it, yeah. Uh, that was probably, you know... It, me, John me. and Paul would be John, too afraid because Donna would be like... It's, it's up no. John's alley because he's the king of tightwads. But yes. I don't. I don't see. I think he'd be afraid he'd choke on it, or they're they're fear. You know, what if someone peed in it? You know. But I've never. I've never peed in popcorn in a movie theater. Who would? And I don't think many people do. But maybe not it does many, happen. Not many. Not many. Right. Some. There not is, many. You, you can't deal in absolutes. Yeah. There's always but, a statistical outlier. But I. I, I will <laughs> say that I. I have. Had multiple, multiple, multiple free popcorns in movie theaters. Never once had any urine. 
Not whatsoever. <laughs> Never once. Now, Not once at all. Now, see, as a, as an AMC Stubbs member, I get free refills. So, I mean, I could go. Me too. And see, I'll pay that you know, five bucks a year for yeah, that. And yeah, and I, I would see, you know, find a bucket in a trash can, yeah. shake it out, and go up and say I'd like a refill. You know, You've I, done that? I, I could do that, but yeah. I have ethics. and oh. you know. <laughs> Whatever. The same guy that brings Wendy's into yeah. the movie theater. I've got ethics. <laughs> Well, no, see, I, I wouldn't do that because I know movie theaters only make money off of concessions, so I don't want to rip them off. That's why even when I sneak in my Wendy's, I still, like I say, pay tribute by getting my, you know, 85-gallon uh, yeah. large drinks and paying for that. So I get it. I get it. I you must have that. been a just absolute hoot and on dates to go see and, and, and you know what? It, it wasn't a, above it. It, put, it took a special girl to date me. And what was funny <laughs> was... What was uh, we were also there was no pride whatsoever. I mean, we would be at Cardo's. I, I would take a girl to Cardo's. We wait for folks to leave. Whatever food they left on the table, that's dibs. You know, we we yeah. eat some pizza, and then then we would take a cup, those little red cups, pass them around, and I would take up a collection to take the scroll out on the date. I mean, th- this is th- there's some girls that were just special girls that would put up with that. It took a rare. It was a special mm-hmm. lady. Like a, so. now, like a yellow, little yellow bus type of girl. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if, if they're listening, I'm saying this out of love because <laughs> it was a special time. So I know going to Cardo's myself, like if, if the place wasn't not a lot of people there, I'd get myself a small pepperoni pizza, which is like uh, 10 inches or whatever. i get a small pepperoni pizza and a drink, maybe go to the salad bar. Yeah. Now, if... If the place was packed and hopping, a bunch of people I knew, I would get a large, knowing that people like Matt were going to come over and graze. I would. And I, I didn't want to get ripped off of my pizza experience and be hungry when I left. Mm-hmm. So I would make sure I, that, we, that get a little there, extra. It felt like there was someone always looking out for us back then. I mean, we would know. It felt like we knew most people there. Yeah. So it was just, and I think some people would just be like, you know, instead of like eating that last piece, they'd be like. Ah, same for Matt and Keith over here a little yeah. bit. Or something. Yeah, I mean, that was just kind They'll of how it was. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and, and once again, we're talking about pizza. Yes. It, it all comes mm. back to pizza. It, it all, all comes, back, comes to back to pizza. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, we've got a few more um, Ghostbusters facts here. See okay. if you guys knew any of these or not. Okay. Uh, Michael Keaton turned down the roles of Dr. Peter Venkman and Dr. Egon Spengler. Hmm. So, um, when when did Mr. Mom come out? Oh, probably 84. Was it before or after this? Was right he... around that time, I'm yeah. gonna guess. Let's see here if the old magical, uh, 1983, so it'd been a year before. So he was kind of maybe feeling he, he himself was a star. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't need to do this. Well, what, he was in Bachelor Party, it came out that same year, so yeah. maybe you know he chose that, chose one over the other. Hmm. I'm just putting it out there, yeah. Um, so. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned it or not, but um, Harold Ramis originally, you know, he one of the co-writers, had was looking for somebody to play that role, and and again, Michael Keaton was offered it, and uh, they they just like they really couldn't find the guy they wanted, and Bill Murray's like, well, you could do that. He's basically the same guy you were in Stripes. You're the yeah. straight guy, and Bill Murray's just the lovable whatever, and it it worked, and I, it'd be hard to. Think, think of someone else in that role. I know Jeff Goldblum was tied to the movie in some parts. Oh, that think been... He might have been okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think Harold Ramis really... You know, when, when, you, when you look through some of these facts about 
the different people that were offered the roles and yeah. just try to think what this movie would have been like if it was if none of these four yeah, we, we, yeah. were there yeah. and they were it was you know John Candy and Eddie Murphy and, and Jim Belushi Jim and, Belushi I mean just yeah. it, I mean you just wonder what it would I mean I'm sure it probably still been awesome we're yeah. probably still talking about it 35 years later but yeah. uh, we always do the recasting game yeah it's like if this person was in that role instead now Robert Downey Jr. would have done a great job yeah uh, yeah because you know he he does anything he can do anything yeah yeah, yeah. Um, fun fact here. So, um, as we know, uh, Harold Ramis passed away a few years ago. Uh, when, when he, yeah, thank yeah. you. 2014. When he died, um, fans left Twinkies over at the firehouse yeah, where Twinkies Ghostbusters and, was filmed. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. What else? It was Twinkies and something uh, yeah, else. Yeah, two things. I want to say marshmallows, but I don't think it was. No, it was that. Uh, um, wasn't it the chocolate bar? Yes, yeah, Nestle Bill, Crunch. The Bill, Nestle Crunch. Crunch. Bill Nestle Murray. Crunch. Bill Murray gives him one. Bill Murray gives yeah. him one because he did a good job about something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. Nestle Crunch and Twinkies. Yeah, so that, I thought that That's was a neat, cool. neat homage. Yeah, and that uh, that fire station, um, it was a legit fire station. Yeah, or it, it was it, no, it was a. It was a closed down fire station. It was closed down, and and then, and then sometime after the movie, it, it's now fully functional. Yeah, operating. it's actually engine house number eight. In New York, it's Crazy. fully functioning. But actually, after they got done filming, it was condemned, mm-hmm. which was kind of ironic because Egon's <laughs> line was, you know, when they're talking to the realtor, he's like, "I think this building should be condemned." Yeah, you know? yeah it was. And, and it was after they <laughs> they wrapped and they condemned the building. Wow, that's cool. Um, the line that Bill Murray speaks: "Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria," was mm-hmm. voted as a number sixty-eight. All-time movie quoted line mm-hmm. in 2007. Nice. So, there was another one. It was uh, by Premier Magazine. Number 23. It wasn't uh, nice shooting text. Oh, we came, we saw, we kicked its butt. Yeah. I, it was he that slimed one. Me. He slimed me. Yeah, that was he another slimed one. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, we got a lot of good quotes, and again, most of those were ad lib. Yes. So, I, th- I think that kind of does it here you know the line that always stuck with me and i even say it sometimes was when dan Aykroyd came out uh after mortgaging his parents house and bill murray's trying to give him a pep pep talk and he's like call it fate call it luck call it karma and that just always kind of stuck with me because he kind of sang it Mm -hmm. you know whatever and i was at the age where i was like what's karma Okay, yeah. that's kind of a cool... It's like one of those, I discovered a new word, so that's mm-hmm. why the line stuck with me, you know? That's funny. Nice. I think it's... Uh, one of the things about the... I think the movie was <clears throat> how you got this pairing of these, you know, doctor, science, straight-up geek nerds. Mm-hmm. I mean, big words, nerd fest, and then you kind of got, you know, the, the Bill Murray dude. He's kind of the cool... Maybe a little womanizer, just a little. So, but you, yeah, you he's got hitting this, on Sigourney Weaver the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> the, 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 it's just you know it's one of the first movies where you got this these nerds and these cool guys kind of hanging out together, which is kind of like the recipe for so many movies or sitcoms right. that we watch today. But like, but they they make nerds cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you know you watch Big Bang Theory or all these mm-hmm. shows here where these nerds are, you know, they're cool now. But I mean, look back then in the eighties. Nerds were nerds. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's you know, wasn't cool to be nerds. So you know, Bill Murray, then. you're saying, is the first cool nerd. 
but see, he wasn't so nerdy. He, he, he was the cool guy hanging well, with He's a scientist, so by, you know, yeah, by he proxy, is he, he is. But, yeah, but, what yeah. exactly are you a doctor of, Dr. Venkman? Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> Paranormal psychology and whatever else it was. Psychology. Yeah. But I know in that uh, um, movies that made us, mm-hmm. they talked to Harold Ramis' daughter. Yeah. They interviewed her. And she said that after he had died, even today, she still gets emails and letters from people saying how much of an impact her dad's role as Egon had on them because they were the awkward, socially awkward, mm-hmm. quiet nerds yeah. in the background. And that that was actually like a really cool thing for them to see on the screen and say, you know, I'm being represented or, yeah. you know, there's I'm, I'm not alone and I can, you know. Yeah, I mean, because they, you know, like Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, there, there yeah. was movies in the 80s where they just, you know, really crucified some nerds in a sense. But, I mean, this yeah. one really kind of made them stars, put them on TV, made them commercials. And, yeah. You know, then all of a sudden, you know, after the movie's out, these nerds get all, all the all this, the merch that goes with it. And it's mm-hmm. like, they're the first ones that made being nerds cool, you know. Yeah. And... Speaking of the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out yes. next week, um, that's like based on Egon's family, mm-hmm. you know. So Egon kind of like took the step forward. It's it's not you would think it'd be following like Bill Murray's family or Dan Aykroyd's family. You'd think Dan Aykroyd's family because you know he wrote the thing about his family, right? So. But uh, but it actually follows Egon's family, which is kind of a you know, an, a nod to him and the impact that he's had, you know. Yes, and I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, one of the reasons we did this podcast is because, you know, people are getting ready to go see this movie. Maybe, you know, they'll stumble across and go, oh, let's see what these 80s nerds have to say about Ghostbusters. There you go. Yeah. Very nice. So, um, it comes out next week. So, you know. Well, what, so, what's the premise of the movie? What's the, who, Who's in it? So, um, when a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. Sweet. Yeah. So, back in the movie are Sigourney Weaver, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, Annie Potts, all back. They're all in the movie. All in the movie. Yep. Uh, Paul Rudd, of course, is in it. He plays a teacher named Mr. Gruberson. What a nerd name hmm. is have, have you seen the latest trailer for it? No. Oh, it's okay. good. So, like, I mean, the trailer, you just watch it and you're getting goosebumps because they find the Ecto-1 and they oh, the, wow. and the uh, the whorehounds uh, yeah. uh, are in it and Slimer's in it. and But they're, at the very, very end, they, like, you know, do the whole thing where they go coming or whatever. Yeah. And then you're, like, in this, it looks like a pawn shop or something. It's real dark. And the phone rings and picks it up and it's Dan Aykroyd's voice and he says we're closed like that and it goes and it goes to black and you just you're like oh you know it's just, <laughs> this is really awesome that's good uh, that's so good. um young actresses or young actress mckenna grace is in it she's been in a few things and the, the one that, that, that's kind of cool to me is finn Wolf, wolfhard from stranger things he's yeah trevor, oh, finn. Curly haired kid. Yeah. yeah yeah so he's in it and Those kids are blowing up everywhere. Oh, oh they're yeah. Huge yeah. yeah. And they're they're just going to keep getting bigger. The, and the ironic thing is like the most popular one, the kid with the messed up teeth. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he hasn't really gone and done anything else. Not really. He's doing like a, he's got prank shows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing that. Yeah. He's been, yeah. been doing that. I know he was at a a recent Comic-Con in uh Novi. It was uh Motor City Comic-Con. It happened yeah. last month and he was 
It was huge. It just blew up. Well, it, it's funny how you you know you say that, and it it, it kind of follows that kid star formula, like Gary Coleman. Like, he gets in this role, and that's kind of where... You're stuck. You're, you're stuck there. But some of these other people, like uh, Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. mm-hmm. like, she's starting she's to be in things. Well, she was in Kong versus Godzilla. And yeah. uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes, yeah. Yeah, that's... And, uh, and they're, then and they're doing, they're, starting to get into stuff. They're doing a spinoff uh, of Stranger Things based on her as well. So Are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. And uh, the older teenager uh, in the more recent one, he worked at, worked at the Ice Cream Chips Ahoy. Yeah. Chips oh, yeah. In the, he yeah. started to show up in stuff. He was in uh, Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, oh was he really? Was the, he was the main one of the main characters in Free Guy. Huh. Oh, wow. That's cool. Great movie, by the way. If you haven't seen it, I heard it's phenomenal. good. When I first saw the previews, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, but everybody I've talked to says it's really good. Yeah, I was I was really impressed with uh, just to kind of get off subject, but I was really impressed with the storyline and how they pulled it off. Yeah, I mean, they could have really, it could have really gone, it could have derailed quickly, but they they kept it tight and they did a really really good job. Mm-hmm. It was very well done. Nice. Well, I, I think this uh, Ghostbusters movie looks like it's got a good yeah premise. I, I I wonder how they'll tip the hat to Harold. I, I wonder what they'll do. I don't know. It'll be, I mean, it'll be fun. Well, it's his grandkids. Well, it's, it, it, it's based on his like, line. Like, how, like what they're going to say yeah. about him and his Because then obviously they're going to talk about his in dying, obviously. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, there's got to be some... Yeah. Well, I do know that they, they I actually I wonder if they have one of the ghosts come back like like CG effects of him. Oh, oh shit. Right. Yeah. Oh, shit. We wrote the and movie. And he like helped him or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. But, uh, I hope, I'm sure there'll be a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of surprises. A lot of Easter eggs, my kickbacks to the original. As, as long as, as long as the girls from the last Ghostbuster do not show not up, it, oh, maybe be. maybe Melissa McCarthy working in a convenience store maybe. that'd be that'd be an okay yeah. nod to me. Yeah. But I like I don't need to see Kate McKinnon do anything. Yeah. I'll get no. sick of her on the Verizon commercials. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have a Roku, so I don't watch commercials. So. Good call. I have Roku also, and I watch commercials only on live sporting events. That's because you're forced. Oh, yeah, that's why I still Sports, don't see them. That, thing. That's it's where grown activity. men and women compete in athletics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I understand the concept of sports. Okay. I've seen some sports movies. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I, I think we've exhausted uh, Ghostbusters. There's a lot of facts we could have shared, but heck, we're going on hour and a half here there so it is we probably figured it seems like three hours but yeah, it seems like the night just won't end it does. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you guys that are you know have stuck around this long we had a little recording snafu right around the middle of the trivia thing so was, we had to re-record so a lot of the answers that these guys got wrong they got right the second time imagine yeah. that <laughs> Some of them. Some, Some of them. them. So Whatever. In, in, in both scenarios, Matt won. There yes. it is. Which is which yes. is why Matt got the volleyball at the very end, yeah. because and, he truly did win the contest. That's why I took a dive on one that I knew the answer to, because I wanted to make, <laughs> I wanted to make sure I wanted to make sure Matt got the W. We got <laughs> for being down by two. There. <laughs> that was good. That's you guys good. couldn't see that, but Jay did. That was, was good. All right, so guys, that is it for now. Um... <laughs> Pretty sure next week's podcast are gonna be uh, is gonna be about uh, bands of the '80s that were very underrated. So, got a whole panel of guys gonna be here, and we're gonna talk about you know bands that 
didn't get their just due in the 80s, but people need to know about them. So. You, you're talking about underrated bands, or you're talking about one-hit wonders? Because that no, would be a huge no, oh, podcast. No, not, yeah, we, we already did one-hit wonders, but underrated bands, like bands that maybe had some moderate success, but didn't, you know, like, um, oh, for example, uh, I, want, I can't give away anything, but we'll say, well, maybe it could be. Say the, give us a teaser. Okay, a teaser. so The Fix. So they were a moderately successful band. Mm-hmm. Had a few hits in the 80s. They should have been a lot bigger. More talented than bands that were bigger, like Wham! Right. And some of these others. So Culture Club. Like, mm-hmm. these guys had great, huge, successful careers. The Fix, moderately successful. A lot better than they got credit for. Good so point. There so you go. you're Kinda saying the give you Fix was in. The Fix, the fix was in. in. That's there. true. That's <laughs> true. All right, guys, Matt, Jay, thank you so much, gentlemen, for stopping by and thank being you. part of the magic. And uh, thank you for having me, Rob, and I would like to take this moment to do a shameless plug, which will probably get edited out. Uh, but yeah. uh, we, we plugged you earlier, but go ahead. No, no one's actually, listening at this uh, point the, anyway. The Chew and the Fat is, uh, is my flagship podcast, and it's available on pretty much every podcast platform that's out there, and that's Chewing with an N apostrophe. Um, but uh, we actually have five podcasts in the Chew and the Fat family now, which is why it's so hard to get. We try to do. We try to do. Yeah, we, I'll interrupt you here for a second. So we tried to do a podcast a couple weeks ago, a special Halloween episode. Me and Matt were in. Like mm-hmm. we're good. We ain't got nothing else to do. So Jason, <laughs> um, he had like a whole week of podcast recordings. He just like couldn't break away. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, David, doing laundry. Doing laundry? Yeah, or laundry playing twid- 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 At least I had a legitimate excuse. Yeah, it's yeah, like you know? I I really wanted these guys to be He's part like, of, yeah. of... My mama's family. fixing dinner. Yeah, yeah. Da- yeah. David okay. David was like, I have to wash my hair that night. I was yeah. like, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. Gotta change your cat's yeah, litter. Okay. I'm like, seriously. <laughs> it's all right. We, we, yeah. we, we, nothing but love, Dave. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So anyhow, carry on with your plug. Yeah. So I was saying that uh, there are there are five podcasts in the Chew and the Fat family. Chew and the Fat is basically just uh, pop culture, movies, music, trivia, conspiracy theories, general conversation. Uh, we have Free For All, which is uh, current news and politics from a conservative point of view. We have Inside the Salon, which is actually hosted by my wife. And it is interviews with her and other salon professionals about what it's like to be in the beauty industry. Perm's uh, Gone Bad, is that going to be an episode? Perm's Gone Bad, yeah, probably will. Probably will. And uh, we have uh, Jay Merrill's Spotlight. Which bad is, Perm's, Bad Perm's. Which is, what you going to do? What you going to do when they happen to you? Bad yeah. Perm's, Bad Oh, we'll have to do that. Okay, we'll there you that, go. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Jay Merrill's Spotlight, which is uh, hosted by our friend Jackie Smith. Jackie! Who um, actually has a publishing company, and so he sits down on a one-on-one interview basis with his, with his uh, authors and talks about their books, their inspiration, what they're doing next, what their books are about. And then um, we have another one, our last one, our most recent one. It's called um, uh, The Search for Authentic Faith. And it's a it's a quick little 40-minute devotional about uh, just a one-on-one. It's just one guy kind of doing a little lecture series. And um, it's about uh, searching for authentic faith and uh, what it's like to be a Christian today. So. Who's the host of that? That's uh, Pastor Dennis Brown. Very yes, good. I was Very talking good. to him about that actually before he actually started doing it, and he said he was kind of excited. About oh, it. he's he's really excited about That's it. Now. Good. He's got a great uh, history of oh, good heritage ministry. Yeah. Was, missionary, uh, missionary in Papua New Guinea for fifteen years, and he's just got an am- amazing stories and 
just a, a rich history of of learning and teaching. He's a good That's guy. That's awesome. Yeah. Be nice so, and then I, I also have on the burn back burner um, two other podcasts, but I got to work out my virtual. Uh, I have a guy in California who wants to do a podcast virtually, and I got a guy in Florida who wants to do one. So uh, we're looking at maybe getting up to seven. Let's not forget about John Boy. Yes. Or Jim yes. Bob. Jim Bob. Jim Bob. And he, he will hopefully be a guest on uh, Chewing the Fat. That'd be good. At some point. Or possibly even free-for-all because that's right. Or maybe even the hair salon one. Well, yeah, why not? He can talk. He can, he can talk. I'm sure he, he's I'm sure smart he's guy. I'm sure he could probably make something happen. Yeah, tell stories about the hairdresser on the set of the yeah. Waltons. There it is. Yeah. And and uh, when you're there, when you're talking with him, see if you ever like made out with like Aaron. <laughs> I thought Aaron was a cutie. She was probably my favorite of the girls there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. I would have made out with her. Yeah. Let's just find out. Yeah, let's find out. Well, I think uh, he was the second to the youngest. So he would have so been. So Elizabeth he, was he the actually, youngest, right? Yeah, and Elizabeth was Tammy, or Cammy, Cammy Coulter. And uh, she, they actually used to be the ones who were running around and playing on set in between takes and stuff like mm. that. So, yeah, I don't think he had any make-out sessions with anybody. As far as you know. Let's just let him tell you. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's just yeah, And, I, you know, the, the, the very Brady book, you know, um, apparently... Oh. Um, Barry Williams and um, yeah, Greg and Marsha. Greg and you know, yeah. Greg and Marsha. Mm-hmm. Then Greg and Mom. And Greg, and Greg and Mom. Yeah. When he got a little older. Yeah. 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 Little little flow head action. Yeah. Flow yeah. head. <laughs> Which Jason really wishes he was on Golden Girls. They can make out with B. Arthur. Oh, oh yeah. Man. <laughs> no, not B. Arthur. Blanche. Rue McClanahan. Rue Blanche. 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 She's and just a... hanging out with Estelle Getty and just banter oh. with her. I'd say that that'd be the best. I would that rather, would be fun. I, I would rather banter with Heather Locklear around that same time period. Well, you know, I, I, there, there's no bantering in that. Yeah. I would just be <laughs> drooling and stumbling over my words and sounding like a moron. So, well, hmm. that happens. It, that happens. Kind of like a trivia game we just had. Well, that should okay. be right. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. Hey, hey guys, are. thank you again. Uh, we'll see you next week. Take care. God bless. We kicked it.